0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sclabro Country, the virus edition, the Pandy Pods, the basement takes, although we're upstairs right now because we just watched episodes four and five of Tiger King, and if you want to hear that, uh, the uh, episode, the breakdown, breakdown, it will be in the Dumb People Town feed because we watch it. We're going to watch episodes six and seven and and on Saturday, probably around the two o'clock hour. So if you want to watch with us, go to the, uh, mm-hmm. dumb people town, uh, Instagram page. You can Instagram live it with us. We'll watch that. And then we'll do a wrap up next Dumb People town. So we are, imagine where you were after you just watched episodes four and five of tiger King. That's where we're at in an emotional headspace right now. As we try and do this, episode of this show, which we try and give you like 30 minutes of can we give 25 you th- minutes of just pure fun. And can we connect with you in a way that people unfortunately aren't connecting with each other? I, because it, there's a weight in everything. Every time I see a chart, every time I see the stock market go up and down, every time I hear the death toll, I just, my shoulders go up. I get stressed out and I say to myself, please, somebody just pull a pin out of this a little bit. There'll be plenty of time to come back to it. I don't know, by the way, Rand, I don't know that you, that we fully gave credit to how powerful for me hearing that the lead, one of the originators of Fountains of Wayne died. I mean, I saw all of Rachel Bloom's post about a Rachel Bloom, our friend, uh, crazy ex-girlfriend, so talented. I mean, he he wrote a lot of songs for her and did a lot of that stuff. But like, I mean, I haven't even told my oldest daughter yet. And she's like... A Stacy's mom, like she came to that song as a fourteen-year-old girl. Now, that song is on like her play, her the first song on her playlist. So for me to go to her and say, "Okay, this This disease has claimed that person among many others," but it just shows you that there is it knows no bounds. Fifty-two years old, he's our he's like our age age range. It it made it feel so. Do you remember the first time who told us about Fountains of Wayne? Jim Weber. I think. Jim, so our buddy Jim Weber who. Runs the North Bar and friends of ours who are in Chicago who know us and who have seen us perform there. We love that club and who Jim Weber is to us. Jim Weber, we went to camp with Camp Rama back in the day in uh, Madison, up in Madison, up in Eagle River, northern Wisconsin. Conover, Conover. Rhineland. What are they doing up in Rhineland? What are they doing? They're making dolls out of real baby hair. So we we went to camp with him, a Jewish summer camp, and then he moved to Minneapolis. And then, then when Randy and I, I think it was in between. We had done our pilot. For- so we did our pilot for MTV Apartment 2F in 1997. November, October, November of 97. And here's who was on that pilot. Zach Alphanakis was in the pilot with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Upright Citizens Brigade was the first thing they all kind of television thing they all did together. Amy Poehler, Matt Walsh, Matt Besser, and Ian Roberts. Okay. And then- J.B. Smoove. J.B. Smoove did stand-up. Uh, did Jason Nash do a thing? I don't know if Nash he may did. have done a thing and Colleen. Colleen Worthman. Worthman. She did like a Catholic schoolgirl coming over to sell us cookies, but then going Just off going to a huge monologue. It was so much fun. I love doing that show so much. Sam Cedar did a movie in it, wasn't that? Didn't he do a little the lights thing movie? Yeah, maybe yeah, that it, was in there too. We used all kinds of stuff. What I loved about that show was uh it for us. You know, it was our first shot. It was our crack to do anything. It was our foray into television. And we did the pilot, and then we didn't hear anything. And we thought, oh, my God, we're going to have to go back and get jobs again. Because we we quit our regular day jobs. And and then we had this six-week pilot. And then all of a sudden, they hadn't made a choice. So we were panicked and, and starting to look for work. And then we booked this commercial campaign that took us to Minneapolis for the Minneapolis Star Tribune, which is their newspaper. It was for their online website. 1996. This is at the very beginning of websites, just telling you what was going on using the website that they had. So we played these two aliens that had come down to Minnesota. Zwartnick and Earl. And we were dressed kind of, I was dressed like a true Minnesotan. I was wearing like red wing shoes and like uh, dark jeans and an awesome flannel. flannel. And I was wearing, you got, you lucked out so hardcore I lucked out in the so hardcore in Because what thing. they put over my shoulder was they rigged, A laptop, and it wasn't like a laptop. The way this is light, it was like twenty pounds. It was like seventy pounds. (laughs) It It might have been seventy. It was more than my holding my daughter right now or my son. It was so heavy, and I had to carry it around everywhere, and then act like I was typing on the laptop and looking up things to do in Minneapolis. So. We did some commercials, five or six commercials. Which Best was- part about that, I'm going to segue even further and take a, no, another nosedive even deeper into my favorite person on that entire shoot was the lighting guy. Dave Palm. Dave Palm. I mean, so- Far- Minnesota. Fargo had shot, just shot there. Yeah. And they had shot a bunch of commercials there. There was a great uh, Fallon McGilligot, which was a fantastic uh, ad agency in Minneapolis. They'd shot a bunch of things. So there were crews ready to crew up in Minneapolis whenever you wanted to shoot something. And these guys worked on Fargo. They worked on other movies and the Jim Jarmusch movies and stuff that were shot there. So this guy had done a lot of work and he had been in the business for a long time. Old grizzled guy, Dave Palm. And he was yelling at his... Workers. best boy his guy who was doing he'd call him Paco he just like which him. by the way was not his name no his just name was not over Paco. and on. Paco I need you to run me a flag over there off and on, off Paco. And on. Paco off and on it I mean, which means get a show card Get a show card and off and on it. Which means, let me see how the light is when you put the show card up, and let me see how it is when you put it down. So that's what he's screaming over and over again, All right? And we, we were afraid of him, but at the same time, we kind of loved him. Because he was such a great character, and we'd be like in the lunch line to go, and people were taking too long, and he was behind you in line, and he would yell at lunch, which is supposed to be the most peaceful time of a shoot. Come on, scoop and go. Scoop and go. Scoop and go. Let's ah, go. go. Scoop up! Anyway, so that was a fantastic show. So part of the thing that was cool about that job was that instead of, they had us do public appearances. So we did this four or five commercials and then we shot a a sixth one with Jim Signorelli, the guy who ran- Who did the fake commercials on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he ran that department. shot shot that in New York. Shot that in New York. but But the rest of them we shot in Minneapolis and then they had us come back for 30 days- of public appearances, but we as these characters. So we weren't like the main attraction. We wouldn't like stand up and do bits or anything. We That'd just be had like to show up at major Minnesota events. like just hang out. Winter Carnival in St. Paul or a St. Saint Paul Saints hockey game. A or, boat show. We showed up at a boat show at, a, at like a food expo where we learned about glad corn, which- And we blown out field corn, which was our favorite snack ever. And we would just walk around as these characters and talk to people in character. It was so much fun. It was a blast of thing, but also it got us to spend a lot of time in minneapolis and get to hang with our buddy jim weber who, who we, we managed, reconnected with who was managing bands at the time he was managing detroit the name of the band detroit from minneapolis and they were amazing we saw them got into them but he knew so many other bands and i remember he said have you guys ever heard of fountains of wayne and we said no no and he's like dude their album top to bottom and he played us that album and he said, this is just one of the best pop i think we albums. were like cd store like we were at a cd st- at a record store buying cds and he's like buy this cd so and he was right on. That's the first thing I thought of. And, you know, it's just a crazy and a deep and a sad time that we're losing great people like that through this whole thing. So that's, not that it didn't get real before, but, you know, that hits you. It hits it hit you. It hits you. It hits you. That guy's gone. And Beaver so, is yeah, still around. So can I, can I just, keep me in the music world. Yes, please. And then Well, we'll that's, a good, that's a good open up for this. And then we'll go and then we'll take a break. Rick Astley is have announced that he's having a concert October 28th. So I read this and my first thought was Rick Astley is still alive. Yeah. He's at, he's free tickets for NHS to NHS frontline workers. Now, is that a punishment or a gift? I don't know, but I do. Feel Haven't it. they suffered enough Rick? All I'm saying is it feels like Rick Astley at this point would only be doing free shows at like country fairs. How long is a Rick Astley concert? I'm, I'm seriously, L- I'm almost as long as his trench coat. 17 minutes. How wet is the ground underneath him? 17 minutes. It's got like four songs. Never going to give you up. Can you name another one? Uh together forever, forever and ever to part. And what was the thing together about Together forever, the people, forever Nick Astley, was too, that Why I, do I new why don't I do that for karaoke That's a good one Never gonna give you up never gonna let you down never gonna run, run around and desert you So the thing you. about him is I think people at the same time like thought he was a joke and also gave him credit Remember then when every time you wanted to click something interesting on the internet, it would just it would trick you and show you the never going to give you up Rick Astley video like that Darn. was before the photo the of the African American guy with the gigantic penis who right. it was a sex worker who is now dead, like that's the thing they showed like, "Hey, they found a cure for coronavirus, and you click on click it Click this link and it's just that his guy with a test shot yeah. right. So like that, that, but so Rick, Astley that was Rick was Astley. a joke. And now he's offering. I, and that's one of those things where you say to yourself, thank you. Like wh- whoever's out in the world, they say, thank you for the offer. That's so nice. It's cool that you're playing Manchester Arena. I mean, I we're really, not playing Manchester, Manchester Arena. It's amazing. I, look, who are we to talk? We're not right. playing Manchester it, Arena. It, exactly. We are no one to talk, but I do think you got to like Gage the, like that would be a bigger deal mm-hmm. if it were Cardi B, if right, it were, right. it's okay. You know, I'm glad he's playing it. Free tickets. Lizzo should do this. Yep. Lizzo, there you go. You're on blast. Rick Astley's offering to do this all the way in October. I love that he thinks stuff's going to be back on in October. Can I tell you something that I, for the, the second I heard Rick Astley was making an announcement, I was like, he's the new flavor of Flav. Because you heard. I heard. There was the whole thing recently where Chuck D kicked Flavor Flava out of the group. And there was a legal battle back and forth. But then Chuck D recently said, oh, no, we just did that to sell albums, to create press. So definitely they did it on purpose for real to get rid of him. And then they had to calm down. And then they had a conversation. And they're like, well, how are we going to spin this? And then he's like, we'll do it for press. Like he's. But the weird thing is, like, why is he kicking Flavor Flav out now? That called Flavor Flav? Flavor Flav. Why is he kicking Flavor Flav out now? He should have kicked Flavor out when he started dating Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah. And he started ruining the street cred when she would only call him Foofy Foof. Foofy. They were cool with that, but now suddenly something's going on during COVID where you got to get him out of there. Brigitte Nielsen. So they're saying it's like a hoax. Apparently- and I'm gonna read all. Like Brigitte Nielsen loved Flava Flav with a love that like very few people receive. That's right. It, Red Sonia was up on that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Chuck D was supposed to play at a Bernie Sanders rally without Flave. Yes, I love. Uh, well, Flave said he didn't want to is rep, that, be repped. He didn't want to like associate himself with that. So, so Chuck D's like, fine, I'm gonna do it by myself. I love the Flava Flave. <laughs> I love the Charles D. He represents the 99% of the 99% who aren't the top 1%. That's good, man. Flavor had his lawyer send a cease and desist. His lawyer. So there is someone representing Flavor Flave right now. There's someone whose assistant is saying, David, I have Flavor on one. <laughs> who is Flavor Flav's lawyer? Phineas J. Whoopi? <laughs> Phineas, Phineas J. J. Whoopi, you're <laughs> the greatest. So we sent the letter to Chuck D. Chuck D got the letter and said, okay, this is good. This is making it seem like we're in a huge fight. Look at how far we're going to sell this thing. Look, I love Chuck D. Huge fan of P.E. Even when they were anti, I like even slid the fact that they were very anti-Semitic for a brief period of time. Hey, everybody is. Come on, Chuck. You can't rewrite history like that. Bro, just say we kicked him out and then you know what? We thought about it. We brought him back. It's like when your girlfriend breaks up with you and you're like, oh, I was in on that. We or, talked about it. Or when your girlfriend breaks up with you and then everyone tells you how much they hate her and then you get back together again and then everyone's like, ah, you know, no, we're just weird right. right. All right, so I'm going to say, this is what Chuck D's quote was about this. You ready? Please, please. Okay. We already talked about this beforehand. You di- definitely did not talk about no this No one beforehand. talked about anything. Public Enemy Radio went up at a Bernie Sanders rally. His lawyer sent out a cease and desist. I'm like, good move. Wait, you guys didn't talk about it ahead of time? No, his lawyer just threw it up, and I said, good move. Then publicly, I said, man, don't you fucking sue me again. He ain't suing me. But I can say it, if the public is confused about this, that, whatever, they're going to be confused about what's a lawsuit and what's not. Now he sounds like Carol Baskin. No, no, no. Trying to explain away something that we're like, there is no. Their name is public enemy. They are making the public their enemy. Yo, man, you suing me again publicly? Boom, fuck that. You're fired, dude. This is my last thing with you. Okay, we knew that was going to come. I'm not saying it's a hoax. I'm saying that the original intention is to get your attention and not play attention, but you get to pay attention. None of that makes sense. Please tell me what that means. None of that makes sense. Please tell me what that means. If you told me that Joe Exotic had said those words, I'd be like, Okay. like, Okay. okay, yeah makes sense that's the sounds of a man who's trying to change straight so men into gay men and expect to see flavor up, out on tour with charles d later on thank god too bad there's no touring maybe they can open up for rick astley in, in london manchester that would be a great show to to merge those two audiences unbelievable public enemy and rick astley live in manchester uh, and then public enemies and then rick astley's lawyer sends a cease and desist to rick to, to Flavor Flav- of Flav. Say, say, don't do any of that you can't hype Charles D. Don't believe the hype. Nine one one is a joke. It though. is unbelievable. Unfortunately, right now for a lot of people, nine one one is a joke. All right, let's take a break. Yep. Uh, people ask us what other podcasts should we listen to. We've given you a bunch by by way of uh, voicemails and little appearances by people. Daniel Van Kirk's got a great show called The Good Night Show. You should be listening to that every day, every subscribe. night, every night. at subscribe, rate, review it. Uh, Of course, The Growlix Saves saves the the World. world. We love those guys. Jen Kirkman's got a great podcast. We'll get a voicemail from her coming up. Uh, There's just great stuff all over the place. But Mega, fantastic new podcast about a mega church. The only ones who are meeting in large numbers these days. Yeah, so you're going to want to hear it. They left us a fantastic voicemail about how they're doing and how they're handling things in their podcast. So uh, listen to that right now. These are the guys from Mega, and we'll be back right after this break.
1: Hey guys, it's Hallie and Gray from Mega the Podcast. Hey guys. What's happening, brothers? So, you know, it's really distracting right now. Nobody knows what day of the week it is, but I just want to remind everybody that this Sunday is Palm Sunday. And instead of thinking about the palms as being the palms that they laid down for Jesus to walk upon as he came into Jerusalem on a donkey, I want us to think about washing our palms this Sunday. You know what I mean? So let's just uh, put those palms together under some water, pump some soap in there, and give it a good 20 seconds. I know some people do the alphabet or just go one Mississippi two. To miss it all the way up to twenty, but I say. Throw in a praise song for 20 seconds like this. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Now, that might not be 20 seconds right there. So on the last one, you can just be like, Our God is an awesome God. Yeah, I think they get it, Hallie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, and if you want to make it extra biblical, you guys could also do a foot wash. And, you know, Jesus, he had his feet washed with perfume by a sex worker who then dried it with a hair. So if you've got some... Someone there at your house with some extra
0: red door and some luscious locks, you can just give it a try. You know, it's not gonna do much against
1: the virus, but you know, might spice things up. Yeah, you gotta keep your spirits up in a pandemic, you know what I mean? And so anyway, this week we got a great episode on Mega the Podcast. This Sunday we have Jess McKenna from Off Book Podcast. She is so awesome. She's
0: so awesome. So check it
1: out, guys, and have a great rest of your week.
0: Hey, guys, welcome back. Again, check out Mega uh, Rate Review. Subscribe to that. Subscribe to this. Tell a few friends if the, you're enjoying the fact that we're giving you a little bit of a time off when you uh, get to walk the dog, you stretch your legs, get outside, move around, exercise, or you just want to put the earphones on while you're having dinner so you don't have to talk to your family because you see Hey, them we get day. it. Hey, you can do it. That's too much time with your kids. While I, you do the dishes. I, that's I do one. think we... Cooking. I, I am way Cooking past... That. I am way past the amount of time that I should be spending with my children. Okay, so my, yesterday, my 12-year-old has so much homework, I can't believe it. Either she's not maximizing her time, or I'm, she gets up at like 11, and she is like working until 11 o'clock at night. It's like she's, she's like the accountant for like the mob. She is, she's like, I gotta gotta cook these books, and it doesn't happen quickly. These these books aren't gonna cook themselves. (laughs) I cook these damn books until midnight. So it got. She's to a- like the one straight Jewish lawyer who's like stat- tapped into the the Italian mob. So she finished her stuff to a certain point, and I was like, "Good, you're done." And She's- then Sean Penn and Scarface. She wanted to just re Sean Penn was in Scarface. I mean, not Scarface. What am I thinking of? Dead Man Walking. No, Sean Penn when he put on the weight and was the bald headed guy and oh I have no idea. Maybe he is Scarface. I no, know. it was not Scarface. Sean Penn it was not in Scarface. Not Scarface in what's uh, uh, Carlito's Way? Thank you. No. He was not in Carlito's way. Was Sean Penn in Carlito's way, Dan? Goddamn right he was, and he looked great. Look him up. Dan's going to look it up. Dan, Because uh, we're at Dan's place. Anyway, but the the idea... People are screaming right screaming now at their phones. Screaming right They're now. They're like, you dummies. We don't know. We're bad at Doug Loves movies. This is why. This is why. This we have is is exactly- other things we're dealing with. We're dealing with getting our kids done with their goddamn homework. So she had to record herself reading a statement for... A an English thing, and she had like a wrote a thing. We wrote it, and then she was going to read it. By and, the way, does it feel like to you, Rand? And I'm going to ask this to you. And I'm sure there are people who are homeschooling right now, their mm-hmm. own kids. Mm-hmm. Their homework feels like my homework. Yeah. Oh no, I got so much homework tonight. It's you guys you have no goddamn God damn idea. Damn co- homework. Way. Carlitos way. way. Boom. Ninety three. 93. 93. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. Caliguzano. Yep. There you Sean, go. Sean Penn. Justin right. Penn in one of his best roles ever. Put Jay, on weight, right. bald okay. head. All right, all right. So the point is that she was recording this thing, mm-hmm. my homework. She's recording, and then she had to like record her reading the statement that she wrote. And now you're like coaching her like it's a, like no, your audition. I couldn't be like in the like a, room. A, a I couldn't be in the room. She, she wouldn't did let it. you be in the room. She did it, and she I was in the other room watching an old World Cup game from t- 2018 because I just t- could not think. Mm-hmm. I'd done so much homework in the day. She reads it to can't get it right. Can't get it right. Can't get it right. Finally gets it right. And I'm like, whew, thank God she's done. She erases it. Cause she didn't like it. Mm-mm. God damn it. Does it again. Does it again. Can't get it right. Can't get it right. Gets all the way through the end. Makes a st- mistake on the last sentence. Can't get it right. I'm like from the other room. Why'd you erase it? Why'd Why you, you erase it? What are you doing to us? Is what I said to her. What are you doing to Look us? Look what you're putting me through. Why did you erase it? So she comes back and then gets it right again. And I'm like, thank God we are done She's like, I don't like it. I'm like, you don't like it. You don't get to decide if you like it. Doesn't matter if you like it anymore. So that was a humongous fight while we were having dinner at 9.30 because we had to wait for her to finally get it right. And I am going to tell you, we had a baked potato bar at my house last night. What are you, Wendy's? I cut my baked potato so angrily. Hard. I cut it with an anger and a vitriol was loaded on those on that skin. My anger was loaded on there that skin go. along with some bacon bits. All right. Uh, I'm going to say this about my son last night. So my wife and I have been trying to decide when is a good time for him to go to sleep because we're dealing with like Never. not school, yes school, not school. Yeah. So he comes to me at 9:30 and was like, "I want to watch a movie." 9:30. Yeah. That's, that's You're on the late. borderline. Borderline and I said, "Okay. Let's watch the first hour of blues brothers and so good okay Holds for an 11 up. year old kid to watch totally okay for an 11 year old boy someone drops an n-bomb and we talked about it good you can't do it. it's a teachable moment. cab calloway i teachable was like, like it's mom. okay for him to say it not, not okay, okay for us, us. But then we got into it, and I watched it, and I was like, look, John Landis's hands prints are all over this thing. Okay, good. Like, first of all, there's like a really artistic beginning to the movie. Yeah, it's great. I mean, him getting out of jail, Frank Oz going through the stuff. It's great. You know, and what I thought, what I remembered to be the movie was that there wasn't a lot of interaction. I was like, maybe there's like 12 lines of dialogue in the whole movie. There's a lot. There's a lot between the two of them. And what I love was that I bought their performances. Totally. They totally were bought their performances. They were amazing in it. The scene where James Brown, there's three musical scenes where they have enormous music stars playing: Aretha James, Franklin, James Franklin, James Brown in the church, Aretha Franklin, Franklin and, and Ray Charles. Charles. Incredible. And I, I'm so as all each, three of them were like great music videos as each of them came forward. And the choreography of the dancing in the Incredible. streets is like later they did that in freaking Ferris Bueller's uh, Fuller Day Off, Off but. It was so good. And the amount of like- The shot of people doing backflips over James made, Brown in the church. When my son laughed at it, I was like, you know what? You're on the right, you're on right. The right path. Yeah. We stayed up till 11.15. Oh, God. We watched more than an hour of it. And there's still a lot left. Carrie Fisher, amazing oh, in it. So I good. Every time something blows up and they just climb out of the rubble, the sound of the bricks being moved aside so as they funny. stand up quietly and they just move on their way. Is hilarious and it all stands up. I was so happy to see that that film stood up. Of course, it does. Recommendation for you right now right, Blues Brothers, get into it. Last thing that happened, and I can't believe this isn't happening more often. And this, of course, I'm going to say, inspired by all the dumb people who have their own zoos. Yes. We love bringing Florida man stories. That's what mm-hmm. we do. God, right? bl- God bless it. We this do it is on a product pot. from the Sunshine State. This is ridiculous. Alligator trapper Broderick Vaughn. Is was, this the guy from Nate Bargatsy story? Was called to the scene of an accident between an alligator and a semi truck mm-hmm. around midnight, June 3rd. Went June 3rd. What is that? It's old. What are we oh. talking about, June 3rd? Old story. Okay. Fine. All right, fine. Old story. This is for you, June 3rd. I didn't read it. Uh, Vaughn had been trapping gators in Florida as a hunt 1.3 million gators are in Florida. I didn't know there were that many in Florida. Are they like deer down there? Yeah, probably. Do you just want to get rid of them. This was a. By f- the way, if you saw a gator anywhere near you on I've a golf one. course, I've seen one. And what'd you do? I hit the ball near him, and I was like, "That ball is gone." Yeah. I didn't try and hit the ball near him. I tried so hard to hit it elsewhere, and I hit it right by him. Truth is, they're, they're right, fast. it was a great shot too. They're fast, and you just got to get away. Mm-hmm. Give yourself. They a look shot. like they're dying dinosaurs, and then they will come and get you, and 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 latch on, and then you're gone. Then you're gone. Then you're your done. legs are gone. Is it a worth 483 it? 483-pound tiger. Or excuse me, not tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Alligator. So Alligator. this is the Escalade. By the way, wh- I've been watching a lot of Have old you watched the straight ball? And once- stri- May How he tall- rest in peace. How tall do you think Escalade was? 6'3". 6'10". Escalade was 6'10"? Escalade was 6'10", and he was 500 pounds. No way. That's why he died. No way. Escalade was 6'10". That's unbelievable. Bro. Escalade was six ten. all right, four hundred and I want to say 62. so this pounds. is a giant alligator and it and it came in contact with a semi truck. A truck hit a semi truck hit it, and I think the truck fell over right. had and an an the alligator was still okay. Alligator was fine. alligator, Jesus. and there are pictures of people being taken like, okay, alligator, and the picture in the paper is of a woman smiling and her hand is on the alligator. Mm-hmm. And the alligator's mouth is all wrapped up. Do Why? You know? Do, Do not, not take, so you just want that picture. That's all you want is you want that picture. How empty is your life that the picture of you with the hand on the alligator is so important to you? I hope he opens up his mouth and you're gone. No, so the he said the animal was badly injured and he had to put it down. There was no reason to keep him alive and let him suffer. No. He's living in Florida. He's suffering enough. It's going to make like 45 pairs of boots. Do you feel like now because there's less traffic and I don't even know if Florida people are, Following the rules. I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're like all out, like business as usual. Tennessee is like business as usual. Fake news. Fake news. Business as usual. That's fake news. The idea that that if they're not on the road, that the alligators are now roaming everywhere. On the highways, across regular streets. I think that's happening now. I think if you went to Florida, if they did actually shelter in place, alligators everywhere, you just see alligators as far as the eye can see because they're like, we don't care. We're not going to, we can cross that road now. We can just hang out in the road. Like you're going to have a huge alligator problem if you decide to go back. Okay. If As if you needed another reason not to go to Florida. That's right. Florida is a place that should be read about, mm-hmm. laughed at, mm-hmm. and forgotten. That's right. It is not a place where you should go live. It is not a place where you should vote Mm -hmm. it is not a place where you should do anything there you go just get away it is it is meant to be observed from afar as a sociological Sociological experiment experiment. that's right that's right period there you go all right that's the show you guys keep that in mind put that in your pipe and smoke it uh, thank you guys for uh, subscribing rating and reviewing this show we love having you guys on, uh, just as a part of this thing we love doing this for you on a regular basis as difficult as it is sometimes we're putting a lot of content out in this universe we'll be back on Monday with another one uh, with another new one and we'll keep rolling with it uh, as long as you guys keep rolling with us punch a water faucet and then go wash your hands because we need to be clean that's how we do it we'll see you guys next week or tomorrow or next week next week yeah
1: you like ace can the I know you Come up with no use people if your life is on the line, then you're dead to day. Late summers with the late commons. A podcast <clears throat> a podcast network.